the Roundtable. Brought to you by the Simple Investor, making the world of real estate investment simple. The Free For All Roundtable, round one. On round one today, Christy Blatchford from the National Post, Jerry Agar from the Jerry Agar Show, 9 to noon, right here on News Talk 1010. Dave Trafford is with the Canadian Council for Public-Private Partnerships, and Liberal MPP Yvonne Baker is here. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Well, lots to talk about. Get that guy out of my face, please. Excuse me? Excuse me? No. I'm a witness. I'm a witness. Okay, well, if you're a witness, then we're going to be seizing yourself. So what'd you say? That, uh, the voice you can hear there of Wasim Khan, is he's the guy who was shooting the video of a takedown yesterday of a guy who started things by spitting on somebody at a shelter at Seton House, punched a female police officer, bit a construction worker who came to her aid, ultimately ended up in the backseat of a car where he kicked out the window. So they took him out, cuffed him, laid him down. Now, according to Wasim Khan, well, I mean, what you see in the video and Wasim's narrating it, uh, he claims that the guy wasn't resisting at all. Police say that he was actually sinking his teeth into a police officer's hand when they tasered him once. His clothing was too thick, so they tasered him again. And then there's the business of them telling Wasim Khan to stop videotaping because they're either going to take away his phone or, as one police officer says, yeah, that guy's going to spit on you and give you AIDS. I don't even know how to frame the question aside from Christy Blatchford. You covered uh, police in our city for many, many years. Uh, what do you see in that video, and what do you think the takeaway from all of this is? Well, I don't think the video shows much. I mean, I appreciate that everybody uh, sees in it what they may wish to see, probably me included, but it, it doesn't show any of the um, activity you described earlier, the kicking out of the window, the original complaint, the uh, alleged assault on the female police officer, the biting of a construction worker's hand, etc. cetera. Um, what it shows is this guy who, from the distance the video is shot from, appears to be under control and not resisting. But you can't, at least I, with my eyes, could not make out that there was uh, a police officer's hand in this guy's mouth. If there was, that would explain why they tased him, because otherwise he appeared to be under control. So that's one issue. The second issue is the handling by the other police officers um, of the guy who was videoing. And uh, I gather from what the police spokesman has said, Mark Trugash, that Police are reminded constantly that they're under 24-hour scrutiny. They must be aware they're being filmed. They are not to in interfere with people's right to film them. So I think there's two separate issues. In the first, I don't think we have enough information. In the second, we probably have enough information. Though I confess that I am disinclined to judge terribly harshly people in those circumstances um, who are, I mean, if somebody came to my workplace and I'm on deadline and I'm out of my mind trying to get my job done, I might react badly to the sight of a guy videoing me as well. So they should behave better, but I think they are merely reacting in a human way. Christy Blatchford mentioning right there that uh, there's a lot we don't know about the takedown. That was part of um, Desmond Cole, News Talk 1010 commentators, issue when he gave a very passionate uh, statement here just a little while ago. He said, why don't we know more about the guy involved? Why don't we know what condition he's in? Why don't we even know his name? If he was lying there seemingly motionless, repeatedly tased, allegedly having his head stomped on, did he have to go to the hospital? Did he go to the hospital? What condition is he in as we are sitting here talking about him? I don't know because no one's asking that. Jerry? 
Well, we're going to know those things, um, and we don't have to know them in the moment necessarily. Uh, all I can add to, because I think Christy handled this very well, I would just add this. Um, yes, you absolutely have the right to record police on the street. In fact, we have the right to record anybody on the street. So don't get all exercised about it if somebody starts videotaping you for whatever reason, because they can. Dave, I'm getting a lot of texts from people saying, well, you know, if he kicked out a window and punched a cop, he deserves what he gets. But I think there's a difference between uh, impulse that you may have and the fact that you have to be a professional. It, it, this is, you know, the let's talk day, the bell let's talk day. And, I, and all I could think of was that when we were in the middle of this discussion, um, you know, we all want to tweet and we want to text and we want to use Facebook and Snapchat and do the right thing, which is really the least we can do to possibly help with the cause of mental illness in this you know, city and the country in general. This is mental health issues right in front of us. It's hiding in plain view. And, you know, I heard you talking about some of the text board messages that were getting, well, the guy kicked it out, he deserved it. We, we see this happen in downtown Toronto often in terms of just the mental health issues that are exhibited on the streets in Toronto. That's a huge issue. And, and more to the point as to how police handle uh, the videographer in this case, is how they handle people on the street with mental health issues. We knew he came out of Seton House. We knew he was in the shelter. Now, I'm not saying that they, you know, I, I, I agree with everything that Christy said about in terms of how we would assess this. But we're, we're not talking about it. I just think it's ironic on a day when this, you know, Bell's made this great campaign about let's talk. I think it's time to walk the walk now on this stuff and make a difference with mental health issues rather than just, you know, making it a $5 tweet. Uh, well, you, yeah. if I can just interject, this is one of my particular beefs. I mean, the the Toronto police, I think the stats are, I'm going to get them wrong, but it's more than 17,000 encounters with mentally ill and mentally disturbed people every year. 98% of those end without any application of force at all. So the police do a very good job, actually, with the mentally ill. I think the better question is, What's happening to all the money that we raise in Let's Talk Day, and why isn't some of it going to the people who are actually the mental health workers in this city? And that's the cops, because the, the mental health places don't do anything. Uh, Yvonne Baker, some people would accuse us of being complacent, and I, I include Desmond Cole on that list because he said to me, listen, you'll never understand this. You can't see it through a minority's eyes. Um, but that we believe an investigation will happen. Everything will have come out right. The people who deserve to be punished will be punished. But people like Desmond don't buy that. They don't actually believe that the investigative process is fair, and they think there's a double standard for cops. Yeah. I mean, I think that um, I, mean, I have I have faith in the investigative process, and I think part of our job, part of my job as a politician, as a representative, is to check into those things. This would be a municipal issue, but my, my colleagues at the city level in particular, um, I think it's the media's job to look into this. And I think the, the questions that Desmond is raising and others are raising are the, are, are the kinds of questions we should be raising to make sure that those processes, those investigative processes, are the right ones and we get to the bottom of it. Desmond's asking some 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 very fair questions. I'm with Jerry. These, this information will come out in time. I think that um, there are, as far as, as far as um, you know whether the actions were appropriate or not appropriate. That'll come out in the investigation, and and if they don't, then the media and we as a public should be asking questions. But is it but not an indication thing... of like the, how the police think differently when two cops who should have known better went to try and intimidate a guy into stop doing something he was free to do? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more with that part of it. I think that that was wrong. Uh, I think that you know the police. I can understand how it's a tense situation. I can only imagine what they went through in, in arresting this individual. Um, so I have a lot of sympathy for the kind of work that they do and what, they, what they've just gone through. But um, maybe we need to support them better. Maybe we need to provide them with additional training or whatever the 
the case may be, to support them, to help them so that they can handle situations like this one with regards to the videotaping more effectively. People have a right to be, people have a right to videotape on the street. This is an arrest. It happens all the time, and the police should know that and be able to deal with it appropriately. The police trying to stop him from videotaping is the only thing we know as a fact, and the police have, in fact, very quickly said that that was wrong uh, of the police. Uh, Desmond Cole said to you that he sees a man down on the, a black man down on the street uh, being hurt, and that hurts him to his core, apparently, but he couldn't give a damn, apparently, about the white police officer punched in the face and knocked to the ground. Well, I don't know. I, you'd have to talk to him about it. Uh, York Region School trustee used the N-word while talking to black parents, and then she didn't appear last night. She instead, at a routine meeting, sent along a note saying that it was inappropriate, but also she hit her head, so that's why she said it. Uh, Dave? I'd quit. Yeah. I mean, I just do the right thing. I'm, right? Is there anything else that we need really? to say? I mean, pretty much that's it. Well, I don't know why we have school board trustees to begin with. Well, that's another thing. Yeah. Christy, I know you're not uh, one of those people like, you know, any level of offense is a fireable offense, but I just think this woman should get out of the way. She's 82 years old, and I think she sounds like a lousy school trustee. Yeah, and I, I think her changing explanation for her, uh, her use of the N-word is what really troubles me. I mean, at first it was basically... She was mortified, and the apology sounded pretty genuine to me. And suddenly, out of nowhere, we have a head injury. So I think in in her best interest, and certainly in the board, she should step down. Uh, what do you folks make of a Secret Service agent who, uh, on social media over the weekend, said she thinks Trump is awful, it's a disaster, and she's in the Secret Service, remember? So she would rather go to jail than take a bullet for Donald Trump. Quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got easy solutions today. That's right. <laughs> I think I think I think people in this line of work have to be uh, have to have the an incredible level of commitment. I, I actually really admire the people who are in the in the Secret Service who sign up to take a bullet for whoever it is that they're protecting. Um, but if someone, if there's any shadow of a doubt that a person doesn't have that commitment, if there's any 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 suggestion that the person isn't willing to do that, then they should not be in that job. Yeah, here's Christy, your Secret yeah. Service protection detail. She hates you. Well, she I mean, could hate you, but you could still take a bullet for you. I mean, I think yeah. the, the, the point is here, you have to be able to put that aside, don't you? I mean, to be able to yes. do that job accordingly. I don't expect that every person who works in the Secret Service is a fundamental supporter, rah-rah cheerleader for any president of the day. So in this case, you're right. Just quit. I mean, if you're not able to do that, and that's if one's a, kind of a fundamental commitment part of the job, uh, and that's an expectation. Now, how often will that happen? Don't know, but you've got to be prepared to do it. Yeah, Christy, it seems uh, kind of a what is one? It, it automatically cancels her out as a potential presidential guard. The fact that she doesn't really feel like taking a bullet. Yeah, I agree. Uh, she's attempted to to sort of walk this back. I think the the bigger lesson for other people in her position, in addition to, I mean, she's not. I don't think she should be doing this job. Uh, but she sounds too flaky to me generally to be, and she's much too much on social media about her feelings and well she just bumped her head christy she must have bumped her head i i think it's going around so perhaps she caught the head injury as well uh michael jackson's daughter paris gives an interview to rolling stone where she reveals just the absolute misery in the years since her father died including struggles with depression drug addiction and multiple suicide attempts also says she thinks her father was murdered um, I, I don't really know what to make of the whole thing, except perhaps when a magazine does an interview like this, the, uh, you know, there may be some questions as to whether or not they even publish. Yeah, I mean, I, this is a situation where I think that, you know, his death was, was investigated, but, but I, I can only imagine what, what she's gone through, um, you know, as a family member, as a child, uh, in experiencing something like this. I think 
to your to the earlier point that was being made about a Let's Talk Day. I think this is a day where we maybe reflect and think about um, what she must have gone through in her life and, and give her sort of the, the, the time and space and, uh, and support that she needs. There's something exploitative about that whole notion. Like it's really kind of... The interview, you mean? Just the whole idea. I don't know. I don't know what the point of it is, right? Well, it's got to be incredibly difficult to be the child of a person who is that famous. The the child of the president, for instance. I mean, we've talked about what they've gone through. Um, When somebody is incredibly famous, it's got to be tough to be their kid. we got to call it there. It's 8 o'clock.